0: out to that house in our town that is still fully decked out in Christmas ornaments Christmas lights and a giant Christmas tree including and complete with Christmas projections
1: I'm shocked it's not our house <laughs>
0: actually it was our house up until like February 16th well-
1: no, sixth. wait, hang on. Yeah, that's,
0: seriously, it was a couple days after Valentine's Day that yeah, you took down. Yeah, but we only
1: there. took our tree down like five days ago. Well,
0: that's factual, but the outside the... of our house. Listen, we couldn't, we couldn't <laughs> let it show publicly, so we took down the exterior Christmas decorations on February 16th.
1: Right, but you can still see our tree from the road. As you drive by the house, we took it down because it's we not, had
0: we don't have the tree up anymore.
1: I understand. But we, we took it down only because we had company for the first time. Doug and Emmy from last week's podcast. That's right. <laughs> for, for the first time at our house this year, we've had company. So we're like, we should probably take this Christmas tree down. You're
0: like, We can't let our crazy show except for it really it's just me. Sam doesn't care. Uh, he likes Christmas, but he doesn't care about Christmas nearly as much as I do.
1: Listen, I, I like the look of the tree and everything. We have a very small living room. And it takes up a full quarter of it.
0: Yeah, it's true. Our living room is, is a little guy. It's just a little guy. I think we told the story about the Christmas tree blasting our eyes off and our souls out of our bodies, right? On this podcast already.
1: I, uh, we've talked about so much stuff that doesn't make any sense on this podcast. It's it's possible we've told that story. But if not, we'll save it for next Christmas.
0: Um, I really want to close the door behind you. I can't stop looking at it. It's driving me nuts. The only reason it's not closed is because I know Josh and June are going to beep up the stairs in a minute.
1: Right. So instead of closing it now, why don't you just leave it open you can be cool i can't do it hold well, on i can't do it i'm gonna close it i'm gonna
0: close it because it's like emitting creepy light from the other side it, and i i didn't like it because it's like a bright highlight behind your head mm-hmm. and i can't i can't focus because you're not letting me turn the lights on in this room today
1: oh well, i found out that we we can hear the lights in in this room the the recessed lighting that we have built into the ceiling you can hear it on the podcast. Um, it emits like a really super high pitch frequency. Yeah, but and could you
0: hear it all the other episodes? You've just started doing this. This is like a new crazy thing you're doing.
1: I don't know. why I didn't notice it before, but um, yeah, when when you when you have these really high powered mics and then you run it through through gain and compressors and all that stuff, like it really picks up a lot of stuff. And I was trying to mix the episode a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "What am I hearing?" And it's the lights. So huh. we get so we get to work with we get we get some mood lighting, we got a lamp. Welcome to Adventures in Dog Photography. The
0: lights are like Oh, Saint Michael, you're doing a really nice job. They're yeah. cheering for us. What are they saying?
1: That's what they sound like and they're they're super high pitched <laughs> voice. That's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's the light right there. Is that
0: nice for everyone? The light just pops in once in a while.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm a little distracted can- because I realize that Josh and June are like halfway up the stairs right uh, now.
1: Yeah, I, know. I can hear them and they
0: both have such a hard time getting up the stairs.
1: You've given me such...
0: One such handicapped dog, one elderly dog.
1: Such crap today about how you want to make this like a... Re- let's do a really quick podcast. No,
0: I don't... I didn't say that. I just said we shouldn't do two hours. Well, here's the thing, because we, uh, everything, I don't want to get into it yet. I don't even want to get into it, but we have been so slammed and busy in the best way possible. Everything's so good, and it's magical, but it's like, oh, the time bandwidth. Oh, time bandwidth. We need an extra two hours tonight, you know, and it's like, I'm running around doing crazy stuff. Uh, and then, like, somehow also trying to fit the gym in, which is not very exciting, but it's a new, like, norm. And I'm trying to make it just, like, a regular thing. So that's kind of hard because the gym is freaking 30 minutes each way away from our house. So that's an hour before I even get to the gym. And then they're like, oh, two hours for podcast. Whoa, crazy. All right, hold on. Let me open the door again.
1: Oh, what? what? All right. Oh, the dogs are on their way. That's what oh, I said two minutes here. ago. Oh, they're, they're here. Oh, good. Here. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> which one is here?
1: The big one's here. Oh, Uh oh! What an unlistenable start to this podcast.
0: Joshua has a part of a pickle toy right now. He's got the pickle toy, and he—it's a
1: cactus. It's not a pickle.
0: Oh, that's not his pickle. No, you know he has a pickle, right?
1: I, I, of course, I know.
0: He's showing you the cactus, Sam. Yes. Could you get it from him?
1: you're you're gonna make me edit out all of this (laughs) dead air on the podcast has
0: to be edited out this is brilliant also you're supposed to carry it when i go open the door shut the door open it or shut it anytime you're supposed to carry another
1: another option just just do the podcast
0: well i can't do it with a bright highlight behind your head
1: okay (laughs) what's kaylee what's new with dogs
0: what's new with dogs yeah i've got what's in the news what's in the dog news um what's in the dog news Junie uh had a medium-sized puke earlier today and no, i don't
1: mean our dogs i mean dogs in, of the world
0: um dogs of the world yeah well dogs of the world uh there's probably millions of dogs out there every day having activities and walks and special things happening all of which i need a cuddle from Um, Oh, speaking of dogs. Okay, okay, okay. Let me Have you heard about this? I do have something. All right. Yep. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm so excited. Next week. So by the time this podcast goes live, oh, it'll still be next week.
1: (laughs) Right. This is going live in like an hour. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly. So next week I will be in Las Vegas, Nevada for WPPI, the photography conference that happens at, actually funny enough, at the Mirage where we are going to have our conference as well, which is just a funny coincidence. Um,
1: That's funny. What's our conference called?
0: Our conference is called Shutterhound, but yeah. did you th- really think they haven't heard about it by now?
1: <laughs> listen, you can't. You, it can't hurt to plug it once or once or twice. But
0: listen, I'm going to be in, at WPPI, so if anyone's going to be there, come find me. I would love, love, love to see you. I am going to be speaking for Canon at the Canon booth on the trade show floor on March 9th, which is Thursday, March 9th. Uh, oh, one week from today, right now, like the the day we're recording it.
1: That's right. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Um, and I am going to be doing a live dog photography demonstration shoot. But I am so excited about the dogs that are coming to model me for for me for this. Um, can you I, give
1: can you give away the secret of the of the dogs? Is that why not? All right,
0: let's do it. Lay
1: it lay it on us, so, baby.
0: Oh, I've got two Afghan hounds coming. Uh, ones named Princess Cookie, and the other ones named Winston. Um, some of you guys who are listening to this podcast might know these dogs because they came to model for us for our Hound Vision workshop in like Tahoe. So if you were, happened to be at that workshop, you would have met these doggos and they are brilliant, spectacular dogs. I'm so excited to have them. They live in Vegas. Like I think the family splits their time between like Vegas and Tahoe, which is why they were all the way up in Tahoe for Hound Vision. But anyway, so they're coming. And then there's a second, well, sorry, a third little dog named Bootsy. And I can't wait to meet Bootsy. I've been getting videos all day from his owner today of all the tricks that Bootsy can do. And they are spectacular. Yeah. He can take his ball and he can put it back where it came from. He can throw it in a basket. He can hide amongst his stuffed animals. He can balance a stuffed animal on his head. He can sit, stay, roll over. He is a magical creature. And um, I'm going to have him. He's like a sh- maybe a schnauzer mix. Something like that. So I have the big, big Afghan hounds and then the little schnauzer guy who's uh, definitely one of one, limited edition type of dog. I can't wait. I'm going to use them as my demo, my demonstration models at the Canon booth. So come see me if you're going to be there. Um, 10 a.m. on Thursday, March 9th.
1: 10 a.m. I
0: know. Way too early.
1: Ooh, hey, does the time difference work in our favor, though? It does, right? Because that should feel like 1 p.m. to us. I mean, 1 p.m.
0: Us. is a little early for me.
1: So, yeah. So, that's that's usually <laughs> when you're just coming online for the day. 1 p.m. You're ready to get up and think about having breakfast. No,
0: honestly, I realized today, though, that, like, it, the biggest part of my day, can you hear what Junie's doing in the, in the mic? Yeah. Sure can. Well, just let her enjoy it. No one minds. Everyone likes dogs who listen to this. They don't mind she's enjoying a cactus. Just let her enjoy the cactus. She's enjoying it. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, It takes me, like, a long time to, like, like you said, like, fully come online in the mornings. Like, that's definitely the, like, longest, most drawn-out part of my day is, like, me getting my brain into being a person and then, like, actually being able to work. It it really is a whole thing. It it takes me ages. And I realized that today when, like, you were out all day and you're like, all right, I'll be home by, like, 4.30 – And I was like, oh, I don't even know if I'm going to be like fully in work mode by then. And I was, but only by like 25 minutes by the time you got home. (laughs) Because I was just so, I don't know, scatterbrained. My brain's everywhere. I'm thinking about like a million things that we're doing all the time. And I'm, I don't know. I just can't get into anything. And I finally hit the rhythm at like, like 4.30.
1: Yeah, and by that point, I had driven about 200 miles yeah. and had four meetings.
0: Yeah, I know. It's true.
1: And you're just like, I ate eggs.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, here's a fun story. One time, I was on the phone <laughs> with an art director. I was... Uh... Oh,
1: this is one of the classic Kaylee embarrassing herself stories. This
0: is so good. I was I was on the phone with this this awesome art director from a big ad agency who is uh, booking me for a commercial job for a big like uh, brand. I don't think it was pet food. I'm trying to think now. This was a couple of years ago. OK, yeah, it wasn't pet food. But anyways, it was a big pet brand. Um, and they were like, you know, he's like, all right, I got to call you. We have to talk about the specs for the shoot and the production, Da da blah, blah, whatever. So I was just at Sam and I's most favorite place on Earth to eat. It's a breakfast place and based in, well, it's kind of all over the South, I think. But it's called First Watch. If you know about First Watch, give me a... Woo woo! Hey Hawaii, Hawaii! Get those eggs, get that French toast, get those pancakes. Oh, Sam that's their
1: yeah, that's their famous, <laughs> their famous jingle.
0: Um, so we had just eaten that first watch, and we were so happy and full. And then I get the phone call. Like we we walk out of the first watch, and we go sit like a cafe next door. So because I knew I was getting the call, so I get the call. And the art director's like, "Hey, Kaylee, how you doing?" And the first thing I say is. I'm full of eggs.
1: <laughs> Just out of context. I'm full of eggs.
0: I'm full of eggs. And he goes, he didn't let it slide. He goes, oh, you know, that's a pretty weird thing to say, right? <laughs> And it dawned on me at that moment, like what I had said and how I said it. I was so excited when I said it. Luckily, the guy had such a good sense of humor and he was like totally cracking up. And that was very embarrassing. And Sam was sitting at the table across from me. Now, of course, I'm the only one on the call. So he doesn't know like what the context is, but he just cocks his head at me as I say it like a dog hearing a whistle Mm -hmm. (laughs) looking at me like, what did you just say? I'm full of eggs.
1: Right. I'm constantly wondering (laughs) if Kaylee considers the words that are about to come out of her mouth before they come out or is it half well they're halfway out honestly
0: not often not typically yeah i'm not you're so is it fair to say that you're an introvert yes and it's fair to say that i'm an extrovert so i don't know maybe that doesn't have directly to do with the way that words come out of your mouth but for me they just come out very quickly and with lots of excitement and then I think about them later. I just like to make sounds and talk to people and have like energy that's shared in a room with lots of other people. I love it.
1: You I should love see. It. You should see me try to edit this podcast And when I am trying to find a break in your in your speech in order to make a cut. It doesn't really exist, so it's either just let it all slide or cut out. You know, twenty minutes at a time.
0: You are gonna replace me with the light.
1: I am gonna, I'm gonna re- yes. You such a good job. I am gonna replace you with a tiny <laughs> potato. That's right. Yes.
0: That would been do a good job. Um uh, I had I had a thought. Yeah. And now my thought went poof straight out it, of my ears.
1: Is it about Andrew Knapp?
0: No, it wasn't going to be, but it can be.
1: Yeah, okay. I think that's exciting.
0: It is exciting. Okay, it is. It's so exciting. Um, So everyone, oh, by the way, everyone, thank you so much for loving Doug and Emily from last week. That is so lovely and such a warm reception for them, even though Emily started off the podcast with such a such an, uh, a hard stance on... <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and wrestling, we'd call her a heel. Oh, there you go. A yeah. heel,
0: which means like you're the... She's the bad guy. Like, the bad guy. Yeah. Fair enough. You but- know,
1: you know, Emmy... The bad guy. But here's
0: the thing: she's actually like the nicest person you quite literally will ever meet in your life.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll meet her at Shutterhound. Um, she's actually this so so nice that we we have made her kind of the face of our customer service department at Shutterhound. She so if you're be. coming, you're going to meet Emmy and meet Doug, Doug, um, who'll be uh, doing video and and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, and you know who else we'll meet? Andrew Knapp. Andrew Knapp.
0: And me. And, and Sam. And, yep. And maybe even Joshua and Jay. Well, Joshua and June, June.
1: I, you know, I was thinking about it, and I'm pretty sure they have to come because, I, th- I think we might be there for for Joshua's birthday. Oh my! And we gotta celebrate oh Joshua's boy. birthday. Okay, you know, in that's style. Good. We can take him to Monami B.
0: Oh, my goodness. The best restaurant on the Strip.
1: Yeah. Do you, th- do you think a fancy steakhouse will al- allow us <laughs> yes, to-, sure. to bring Joshua <laughs> and to buy him his own steak?
0: Oh, my gosh. He'll get that. I was kind of thinking this is like behind the scenes talk, but let's just talk it because we're sitting here. Oh, I sure. I was kind of thinking maybe we should get like an Airbnb for Josh and June and Joy. Joy's one of our best friends who is so lovely to have volunteered to come and like watch Josh and June while we're working the conference. Um. hopefully Josh and June will make a couple appearances but obviously otherwise we're going to be so busy that we need someone to walk them and feed them and stuff so Joy said she would so what if we get them an Airbnb that's really close so they have a yard and all that and then what
1: a conversation to have on the podcast yeah but what do you yeah, think so, so one of the things that we are doing next week while we're at in Vegas for WPPI is we'll be having some meetings with Mirage and we'll be able to check out a lot of the fun details about uh, you know the space for the conference and everything we've been there so before excited. but but we've got many more questions and many more things to check out and one of them will be I know it's a dog friendly hotel but we get it to see like what it would be realistically like to have our dogs there and, and you know it would be easy for them because we got to make sure that it is safe and easy for them because well, Vegas like, they
0: pee is my first question. Right.
1: We got to make sure that it's easy, especially Junie. She's going to be rolling around her cart.
0: Yeah, she has to bring her. Yeah, she has to be rolled down the hallway in her cart and put in an elevator on the cart and stuff. Yep. Although I'm sure that they have, they can accommodate that. I mean, they have obviously handicap accessible you know like spaces for, for people who have wheelchairs mm-hmm. so got Junie in a wheelchair basically yep. same idea <laughs> and yeah I'm
1: working I'm working sort it of. out with the Mirage right now to hopefully have Junie appear at uh, at her special no swimming pool party
0: yeah no promises though because we do have to figure out what the dog rules and regulations are around the pool so just stay tuned for that one we'll, we'll see it would right. be nice the... if she could appear at her own pool party
1: yes so do we do we tell the story behind why it's her pool party and, and that sort of thing
0: I don't know that we have publicly it's on I'll, the website yeah I'll well, I'll do, I'll well, do it quickly we, because well I snap open my old Miller light.
1: Oh, my God. Could you imagine? No, yeah, right. What we are you drinking?
0: Miller time. It's Polar Seltzer Junior. This time it's called Yeti Mischief. Beautiful. And it tastes kind of like fruit punch, but it has no sugar. It yeah. Has nothing. So- it's just water.
1: So we're having we're having a pool party as part of Shutterhound, which is going to be great. Um, And one of the questions I asked when I was starting to organize this was like, oh, great, we're renting out the pool. It's going to be in the evening. We'll have, you know, food and and all sorts of fun stuff. And, um, you know, since we're renting out the pool, like, can we swim? And they're like, Nope. No, that but, wasn't
0: it. It's the lifeguards, right?
1: But the, and then they're like, "But like you, you have to pay for two lifeguards to and be on like duty, two
0: hundred and fifty dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, each, each. <laughs> Right.
1: So, so it's like, okay, so we have two lifeguards there. So, like, we, so we, we can get in the pool then, right? And they're like, "Nope, not at all." And so instead of you know, instead of fighting it, we figured I'll just lean into it. I'll brand the whole thing after Junie, who notoriously. Absolutely hates the water, hates the swim, um, because uh, I, th- I think that she feels like she's incapable of swimming, missing the leg in the front. Mm-hmm. So usually if we pick her up and you bring her anywhere near water, the, that front paw, paw starts to swim in the air, um, getting ready to, to, you know, potentially swim for her life. So she's not a big fan of the water. So we're branding Junie's no swimming pool party with the tagline, Junie can't swim and neither can you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's my marketing brain. But yes, I do want you to tell people a little bit about Andrew Knapp. He our latest uh, instructor announcement for Shutterhound, but he's got kind of a really cool thing going on. And if you haven't checked out his work, um, you, should, you should really do it. It's because not only is it really good, but it's fun. You know, it's, it's, it's fun and entertaining because, well, tell, tell them about well, Finding Momo.
0: I, I just realized something. Yeah, I have a really hard time being quiet. While you're talking.
1: Uh, okay. I'm trying so, so hard. So, I'm so trying just so to-
0: hard to like keep it all in because you're like talking about Andrew and I'm like, I want to be like, ah, I'm so excited. woo! but you get mad when I have exclamations of joy. And so I'm like, seriously, I'm like squishing it down into my soul okay because I'll, I know how mad you're gonna be and and so now that it's my turn to talk I'm like whoo, like a like a bottle popping open
1: so you're worried about making me mad but instead of just doing the thing and talking about Andrew Knapp you feel like you have to stop again yeah, I have and, to and, address and tell it, I everyone like, about yes. about how you function as a, as a person yeah
0: because I couldn't move on if I didn't address it
1: okay can you just tell people about Andrew Knapp?
0: so this is so exciting our most recent our most recent. Shutterhound Rockstar speaker Lineup edition (coughs) Every time there's a new one I have to do that song And I have to remember that song Which I will not remember So everyone's gonna get a different song That was Andrew's song So this is welcome Let's say welcome to our newest speaker For Shutterhound Who I am so excited to meet Because he is a personal hero of mine In the dog photography space And his name is Andrew Knapp And Andrew Knapp is known for his very, very famous, very iconic, super viral photo series called Find Momo. I don't know if you have heard of Find Momo or if you happen to have one of his books. Andrew has six books in the Find Momo uh, series, book series, um, and they are a great majority of them are best New York Times best selling titles. Um, but the concept behind the series is is so darling and it is so endearing and this is why you know it it did was such a hit with the with the public audience of the world you know is because um basically i I guess you kind of think of like a little bit akin to like where's waldo essentially where andrew travels the country and uh, uh the north american like continent because he's from canada but he's all over america mexico um and Canada in his van but also he's done series of the same uh ilk in Europe as well on road trips so basically he like lives in his van and road trips around with his dogs and his dog Momo was uh, um ooh, I, I think Momo's was a border collie no I think Momo's was an Aussie shepherd oh boy I don't actually know what Momo is, and I feel like you're going to have to edit this out because I feel horrible that I don't actually know. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Why do I always not know what a dog breed is? This makes me look a certain way.
1: Yeah, Kaylee notoriously knows very little about dogs. No,
0: that's but... not true. I feel like I know a decent <laughs> amount about dogs. Just be nice. Just give me a second, though, because
1: T- I to always be fair, get- I. I have a hard time telling the difference between a a Border Collie and an Australian Shepherd a lot of the times.
0: I mean, anybody who has those dogs are like screaming at me because they feel like they're very different, I'm sure. Right. But yes, he's a Border Collie. Okay, he's a Border Collie. Sometimes they look similar to me. But yeah, anyway, I thought he was a Border Collie. He is. Anytime they're like uh, multicolored like that, I feel like they're like interchangeable, like looks wise. But anyway, so yes. So Momo, the Border Collie, travels... Everywhere, all around the world with him, except for Sweet Momo has passed away now, which is so sad. And I don't want to bring down the mood, but I feel like you've got to say that because he's now doing his very iconic series with his new dogs, Yaya and Boo. But um, Momo and him would go all over to all these epic places in the van. And basically he would shoot these scenes of all these incredible places. Um, and he would kind of shoot them quite wide. So there'd be like, you know, I don't know, for example, like a a, a street with like a hotel building and a car parked in front of it and a... Um, Uh, like a post like a letter box like a post office box and like all these things right in the scene and then Momo would be like somewhere hiding in the scene and it it would just sometimes be like his little eyes popping out over the post office box or wherever really sometimes he's in the car sometimes he's here he's behind a cactus like find Momo basically you've just got to find Momo and it was just such a brilliant idea and it went crazy like I said it went crazy viral I remember getting Andrew's books for many a holiday birthday Christmas Christmas. Like many times I feel like I have multiple copies actually of some of the original ones from Find Momo because as a dog photographer and as a dog lover, like it was such a natural gift. So it was the type of gift I would get like over and over again. But um, anyway, so he is well known for that. Like I said, Momo was sweet. Momo is no longer with us, but he is continuing the legend and the series with his current dogs. And right now, just talking to him yesterday, he's in Mexico um, with Yaya and Boo in his van. So um, he's got such a an amazing adventure lifestyle. He has so much to say about art and dogs and photography and publishing and what it's like to navigate, you know, like books and book deals and ha- having a series that goes completely viral and kind of what, how to deal with that and you know how to you know what to look for in order to craft something that has all the potential you know characteristics of catching the eye of the entire world you know so there's just so much to glean from him and his his um you know amazing perspective on the world and on life and kind of how he threw like you know, tradition and like the idea of being like safe and kind of quote unquote realistic and threw that right out the window and decided to live life on his own terms. And I freaking love it. And not only that, but he is quite literally the nicest person I've ever talked to. he You'd think somebody of his stature with his like amount of following and, you know, the amount of success that he's had, you'd think he might be like a little bit, you know, I don't know, um, high and mighty, but he is the most down to earth, kindest, warmest person, which by the way, I think probably, uh, fed quite well into his successes, like his personal characteristics as well, but he will be there with us in Las Vegas for all three days, uh, joining us at Shutterhound and he will have two classes, uh, that he'll be, or pre- presentations that he'll be giving, uh, talks if you will, I don't know what you want to call them, but basically one hour up on stage, pouring his heart out to you, um, on some a few given topics, which are still being nailed down, um, but the class schedule is coming into final fruition as we speak. I just spoke a lot of words without breathing.
1: Yeah, I know. I tried to get in there a, a number of times, and it just just oh, wasn't going to happen. What are you, Sam. Yeah, would you like to ask me anything about how I how I feel about Andrew Knapp's work? How, how do you feel? If about I've Andrew seen Knapp? his, if I've seen find find Momo, anything like that, or.
0: Would I like to ask you that? I mean, yeah. you asked yourself.
1: It'd be really nice if, if you would, um, <laughs> you know, if you would ask me a little bit about Sam, me.
0: How do you feel about Find a Momo?
1: You know what? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> it was <laughs> perfect. I'm so glad you threw a it's... fit over that. We we um we, we looked at the a lot of the images recently, and um they're just they're just a lot of fun. Um I used to love you know Where's Waldo when I was a kid, and this is the dog photography version of that, and the photography itself is really cool, and it's very different than you know, like most people out there that that take quote unquote like just photos of dogs, like these are these are landscapes, these are like just scenery that they capture just a certain vibe and like this adventure lifestyle and it's and it's so cool to to look at a photo and then realize that there's a dog in there somewhere and it makes the photo like that much better. Um but finding finding, you know, Momo or Boo and Yaya, um, it's it's a lot of fun. So can't wait to meet him. Can't wait to to hear what he's gotta say and uh, I don't know. I'm just uh just really excited to have him on board for for the whole thing.
0: I think it was totally worth hearing that from you.
1: Well, thanks. No, I do. I really do. That I sounds being, so sincere I, I of you. I wasn't being
0: facetious. Uh huh. I was just gonna say, if you could hear the soundtrack in the background of Junie pulling the cactus apart, well, then bless you and forgive us. Because she's having a good time and I can't take it away.
1: She is having a good time. I
0: wasn't sure how audible it was, but it was going on for a while. It was pretty
1: loud. Yeah. She doesn't destroy a lot of toys. So if she's, if she's really, you know, given this one, uh, uh, you know, a special treatment, then
0: i mean that is true just let her go for it right right uh one other update for shutterhound and then we'll kind of be past the shutterhound stuff for you for a while i i know i don't know why i don't know what's wrong with me and that i don't want to like say a thing that i'm working so hard on that i'm so proud of and so Mm -hmm. excited about but i just don't like to be i don't want anyone to think i'm trying to sell them on something because honestly be there or don't be there i still love you but it is going to be insane i mean insane so Go ahead. You look like no, don't tell something. tell us the thing. Tell, do, you, do you know the thing, Sam?
1: Yes, of course Next I know the thing.
0: thing. You don't know. You don't even know. You don't even know the thing.
1: Oh, I don't know the thing. What the, the, if I just dropped the, like the a huge that, like,
0: bomb on you and I was like, Share is going to be performing.
1: <laughs> well, you know, what? Share. All right, so all right, so let's let's get off track then and, mm-hmm. and tell a share story um, because what is this? podcast?
0: I thought we shared the share story. No, shared the share
1: because what what is this podcast <laughs> of not getting like way 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 off topic?
0: Right, I'll let you go for it.
1: Um, so. We're at Photoshop World, um, which is a photography conference held by Kelby One. And this is 2019. And we're hanging out with uh, Unmesh Dinda, who runs Pix Imperfect. Um, If anyone wants to learn anything about Photoshop, good Lord, he is incredible.
0: off the charts he's incredible what an amazing teacher
1: so he's an incredible teacher um he knows absolutely everything about photoshop about editing and he knows how to teach which is the most important thing and he's he's a good dude and he's really young i mean at the time when when 2019 i want to say he was probably like 23 i think
0: he was like 20 maybe maybe i just bonked my mic did you hear it
1: no you're fine sorry so so we're we're hanging out with him and um you know, we're just having a good time. It's the first time meeting him, but, you know, we're younger, you know, than a lot of the instructors. So we're kind of, we're bonding over our, uh, over our youngness, over our collected, <laughs> collective youngness. Um, and, uh, and I get a, a text from him on, on, or a Facebook message or whatever. And he says like, hey, I, I just talked to Adobe and they gave me these free tickets to something called share <laughs> and he's like i have three tickets do you and kaylee want to come with me and i texted him back i was like absolutely yes
0: oh my gosh share yeah yes and, of course i want to see share right and so live. the th-
1: so the three of us go out to see share she's incredible um and at the at the end of the concert we're like, Unmesh, what did you think? He's like, that was amazing. And we're like, hey, do you go to a lot of concerts at, at home? He's from Mumbai, India. And he's like, I've never been to a concert before.
0: <laughs> so his first <laughs> concert ever was Cher. It was Cher
1: with us. And
0: he didn't know what Cher was. He's like, do, do have you ever heard of this? Right. And I, mean, I was it, like, and,
1: It makes perfect sense. I mean, if you're 20 years right, old and you're from right. Mumbai, such, like so you're, you're probably not going to know, you know, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, <laughs> or If I Could Turn Back Time, or...
0: Well, my favorite thing that she did in the concert was she came out like she was just unreal and she was really singing for like 80% of it. There was a few numbers, just a few where you could tell it was a bit of a lip sync, but she was dancing hard, like crazy. And what is she like 70, what, 72?
1: At, at the time, yeah, I want to say she was 74. Oh,
0: my God. So she comes out like towards the end in a like, n- like nothing but like, pasties and a sparkly thong and she's like dancing around (laughs) with this headdress on. She turns around to walk away and you know you can see her whole bum. You know what I mean? And she's got like the sparkle thong with the bum hanging out. She turns around and looks over her shoulder and says what's your grandma doing tonight? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And I lost it. Everyone lost it. Everyone who was in there was dressed up like Cher by the way which was so darling. Like all these older women that had like their hair like super straight and they had like the um you know, the headband like around the front of the forehead type of thing that she had all the time in the 70s. And yep. yeah, it was so much fun.
1: And so I got I got the info from our good friend Linda, who is a huge Cher fan, that Cher will be starting up her Las Vegas residency around the same time as Shutterhound. Yeah,
0: so, With her new one, because she's been in Las Vegas residency right, for a while. Right,
1: right. So so yes, if you want to go see Cher and come to Shutterhound September go. 5th, 6th and 7th, 2023 at the Mirage <laughs> in Las Vegas, Nevada, you can do both things. Yeah,
0: but here's the thing. The thing that is so amazing about Vegas, and don't get me wrong, uh, listen, I am well aware that Vegas is like a very polarizing place. Like, you kind of love it or you hate it. Or you love it and you hate it. You know what I mean? Because it is busy and loud and in your face and crazy. Um, But there is so much to do. And I mean, talk about like absolute world-class entertainment. I mean, there's really nowhere else on earth where you can, you know, experience so much Just, just absolutely world first entertainment in one place within like one square mile or two square miles. It's crazy. So you could, you know, make a trip of it if you come to Shutterhound. You know, like gather with some friends, some fellow dog photographers. Book a show. Go see like a Cirque du Soleil or a Cirque show or Boys the Men. Oh my god, go see the Michael Jackson one. It's like the best one I've ever seen. Boys the Men is performing. Are they at the Mirage or the Venetian?
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know. I (laughs)
0: think their residency might be over. But um, anyway, see, share, crap you know unbelievable
1: <laughs> C-Share crap <laughs> <laughs> that's, hope, hopefully we don't see that exact that might
0: thing might be too far off we'll there, there's enough there's
1: enough people on the strip just crapping you can see that, that for well, that's free sea,
0: and that's why Kayleigh, yeah, stay off the strip hey we didn't talk I didn't talk about the announcement
1: oh god Jeez. I forgot where, where? how did we even get here yeah
0: because you were like let me take a trip to Unmesh remember you're like well, how about we go on a side venture to Unmesh's share concert so yep. you did that okay. so this time it was you alright okay just by the way guys I just want to tell you that it is 11 19 p.m and we haven't eaten dinner yet <laughs> we're like we'll eat dinner after the podcast <laughs> yeah so why don't
1: why don't we get this go, okay, let's get wait, this wait, thing I mean, going I
0: tell you like you cause me a lot of anxiety you're, like, you're telling have me like, a, in like I my don't chest, i feel like a ball of anxiety i want because I can't get out the words fast enough before you get mad
1: you get all these other words out
0: no <laughs> i'm gonna i I can only see one of your eyes across the the table yeah past the microphone stand and i'm using a my eye to laser into your eye Jessica,
1: madness. just madness just madness out with it
0: anger um at shutterhound there is going to be the most exciting thing happening which was just announced yesterday and it is going to be the does this one get a song
1: can you just just tell us?
0: Do it, do 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 quick.
1: do quick. Do it, do do and tell us
0: <laughs> the awards ceremony for the International Pet Photographer of the Year awards. I had to say awards twice. I noticed. Yeah, you know, well, because I asked, I asked Craig today. If they're calling it a competition, and he said they're explicitly not calling it a competition, they're calling it awards. Okay. So even though the awards ceremony is its own thing, this thing is also called the awards. So let me explain. Um, There is a Pet Photographer of the Year awards that is run annually. Um, It started in 2019. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it was previously run by someone else, and then Craig and Charlotte, our friends from Unleashed Education, um, recently. I guess I don't know how it they acquired all the came, rights to yeah, it. Yeah, how it all came to be, but they've acquired the rights to it, so they're kind of at the helm now of this competition. Oh, I can't say it. Uh, awards is what Craig wants me to say, and uh, and uh, so basically, it's you know similar to the idea of of any sort of, I suppose. I can use safely in this context co- competition, where you'd submit an image um, to, you know, have it judged by a panel of judges, which y- myself and yourself, Sam Haddocks, both happen to be sitting upon. So, if you do submit any images to this awards, uh, we will have our eyes on your photos, and on some of them, we'll be giving personal feedback. Every image supposedly is getting like personal feedback from a judge, but I
1: don't think supposedly. I think I think it's. Factually. Factually happening.
0: Yes. Yeah, but it won't be like, you know, you and I, for example, won't be commenting on every single photo. We'll have like a small percentage each. Correct. Right? Okay, anyway, anyway, so the award ceremony for once, you know, all the winners are chosen by the judges and then they have their finalists from each category um, and then they will announce the winners. That ceremony is going to be taking place at Shutterhound. So that is going to be on the last day of Shutterhound. It's kind of kind of be like in tandem with the closing you know, the kind of the closing keynote and the closing sort of celebration where we'll all be together after three amazing days. And then they'll do the awards and the announcements. And it'll be amazing because you'll get to see some of, you know, the most kind of like um, groundbreaking work that's happening in our industry, like in our dog photography industry, which is so wild to me that at this point, from when we started to now, this industry is like finally big enough, you know, to be all together in one room celebrating all these like incredible artists. It's so cool
1: yeah it's gonna it's gonna be really cool it's gonna be a great way to to end things you know just kind of seeing images not from the instructors but from all these other people and you you don't have to enter an image to come to this uh you know the award ceremony it's included with the shutterhound ticket yeah so you can come and whether you have an image in it or not it's going to be a lot of fun. You're gonna it's see some gonna incredible lot, photos. Yeah. We're gonna have a big celebration. I'm working on procuring booze for the event right now. Booze. So, oh, we, booze! I yes. thought you
0: meant like boo, like Andrew's dog. And I was like, how many no, are Andrew's dog? No, we're gonna
1: getting? get a bunch of dog photographers all liquored up so oh, that perfect. they can like really celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> right, right we there have at the to end. work
0: on that. So you're gonna try to get like a bar set up in there. Yeah. Okay, we're yeah. working on it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay, tuned. <laughs>
1: stay tuned for more booze-related announcements.
0: Um, yeah, so that's exciting too. So that that's a, a a really great like awards, and it's so great for our industry, and to, to be able to host it physically is very cool. Right. I'm so, so proud to be the official event that hosts the awards. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. This is my first time trying to say it out loud, so forgive me.
1: Yep. I'm doing I, the
0: best I can.
1: Um. So and so, where where can people go to actually find out more about the the awards? Because uh, the, we're we're the, not. We're not running it ourselves. Yes, We're no. just so, simply hosting the the award ceremony. If you
0: have any questions about it at all, like Sam said, Shutterhound Events LLC, Nor Taylor <laughs> Greer or Sam Haddix do not own, own it. Um, so you go to petphotographyawards.com. That is where you will find all the information about it. And you could get in contact with the team there, which is mostly Craig and Charlotte. <laughs> so you talk to them. Um, and if you have any questions or anything like that, uh, that is all I know. I throw my hands up and back away slowly to tell you that if you have any (laughs) more questions about it, I ain't your girl, but I will be at the ceremony. Woo!
1: Beautiful. Yeah. So, so night one of Shutterhound, we have Junie's No Swimming Pool Party. Night three, we have the, uh, International Pet Photographer of the Year Awards. Night two, announcement coming
0: soon. But we're going to have something really,
1: we're going to have something really great for you every night of Shutterhound.
0: Hey, is that a song with a title?
1: What? What you just saying? do do
0: do 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 Is that like a famous song?
1: Uh, Yes. I, I can't think of the name I of it off like the top of my head. you know everything about it's weird like classical
0: a... music because you went to Berkeley.
1: Well, yeah, but Berkeley's a jazz school.
0: All right. How about this one?
1: <laughs> yeah. Lay it on me.
0: It, old Lung Sing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how, what? You're just going to say the title? Yeah, and then you sing it. Incorrectly? Then... No, I, sw-
0: I switched it up on you. Yeah. Now you sing it. All the lines singing.
1: No, I'm not going to. Yes, Do you know what I'm saying? you know what I'm trying yes, to say? Yes. It's the New Year song. Is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. May all acquaintances be forgot. Really? Yeah. That's
0: where that came from?
1: That's, yeah. <laughs> and Kaylee, what are we talking on, about wait, today? Wait,
0: Keep your eye on the grand old oh flag. Oh, my God.
1: That's not, <laughs> that's not a New Year song. Oh, that's not how it goes. No, oh, oh, Really? <laughs> Those are two different songs.
0: You know how every time I come down the stairs in our house, I go, da-da, 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 jams.
1: Yes, I do know because, that. Do you know I why? Do, know that do you ver- know why? I yes, don't. because you, you fall down the stairs and the rhythm of you falling reminds you... <laughs> Of a commercial from the '90s. It's
0: not a commercial. It's Jock Jams, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's a
1: commercial for Jock Jams.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but it goes da 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 Jock Jams. Kaylee,
1: what's our topic for for today? And I do it every time. You are I absolutely the killing me.
0: Today we are traveling north. We're traveling to the cold, white, snowy north. But actually, it wasn't snowy. It was July <laughs> when we were there. We are going to Canada, baby, and we are going to Banff National Park near calgary in alberta canada and it is going to be a time and it is going to be sweet sweet magic so after the break join me join sam haddix join juni and her cactus and we have more to say
1: if you're a fan of the outdoors and adventure like we are you know that finding the right gear is key and likely you also believe in doing your part to preserve and protect the outdoors
0: That's why the Merrimack Company offers clothing and accessories for today's active lifestyle made primarily from organic and recycled materials. All of their fabrics are ethically sourced and are far more environmentally responsible than traditional fabrics.
1: Check out their lines of sustainable tees, hoodies, sweats, leggings, and upcycled accessories, including dog leashes, at the merrimaccompany.com. That's the M E R R I M A C K company.com.
0: And we have one of these leashes for our dogs, Joshua and Junie.
1: Yeah, the leashes are great because Joshua loves the pull. It's his loves favorite to, thing. It's his favorite thing to, to pull as hard as he possibly can, and the leash feels great looks great and really resists all of that pulling from joshua
0: well and this is i guess the part of the ad rate where we reveal how poorly trained (laughs) our dogs are (laughs) <laughs> Plus, when you shop at the Merrimack Company, at least one percent of all revenue goes towards the cleaning and conservation of local rivers.
1: Enter the promo code Dog Breath, all one word, D O G B R E A T H, at checkout to receive ten percent off any order. Do your part to promote recycled and sustainable fashion. Shop responsibly at the Merrimack Company.
0: That's the MerrimackCompany.com. Stay adventurous. <laughs> Can you hear them? Joshua has a big snore in the background.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if this, if we, if we can pick it up.
0: Do you have to like release the mic from the stand? Oh wow, that's easier than I thought it was gonna be. All right, get over there. I'll hold the laptop while you. No, 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 you don't have to. Oh, you blasted something. All right, ready, guys? Ready. <laughs> <sighs> We're in Slumbertown now. We're in Slumbertown, USA, and it is cozy here. It is comfy here. It is full of butterflies and magic. And so many steak sandwiches. He, honestly, you had that mic, I don't know, two millimeters from his nose, and he didn't even open his eyes. He didn't flinch for a second. He's like the deepest sleeper. It's crazy. Sam, I just got a text from my mom saying she's coming to Vegas next week to WPPI to watch me speak. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like what are you doing my mom's been so spontaneous now that she's with her high school sweetheart she's back with her high school sweetheart and it is quite a joyous love story it is beautiful but now that she's with him she's like crazy mom again and she's like I'm going I'm doing it she's like spontaneous so do you really think she said save me a front row seat I hate to tell her that it's... <laughs> this is probably no seats. <laughs> no, there's no seats at all. Standing room only. And also, of all the talks I've ever done, probably the maybe the most like.
1: It's basic. gonna be. Well, it's gonna be quick. It's gonna go by in a heartbeat. That's right, the thing, because
0: it's an hour and it's a live demo. It's not actually like a hey, here's a long keynote. Yeah. It's, so, gonna, it's gonna
1: it's gonna be cool, and the dogs are gonna be awesome. But it's gonna be fast.
0: Yeah, it is gonna be fast. But I mean, if she comes, we can go to Monami Gabby with her. There you go. Yeah.
1: Um. All right. So Kaylee. T- today we are going to
0: Brett Hart's house. We're going to get sued. <laughs> you, can't. <laughs> you can't. Also, does anybody really know what that song is, number one and number two? Did it even register in the sound?
1: I don't know, but you can't go to Calgary, Alberta, Canada without scene Brett. i mean brett the hitman heart
0: scene Brett. he's just he's, on the street he waves when you drive into town he's got his glasses on his pink pants
1: listen he's on, <laughs> he's on their money in canada
0: <laughs> of course
1: he's on the canadian 20
0: and if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about it's just one more 80s wrestling wrestling reference for you 80s 90s 2000s and today <laughs> <laughs> brett the hitman heart from the famous Hart family wrestling family
1: Listen, I'll tell, the, I'll tell the very quick story of how we Oh how my we god, get... no
0: one wants to hear it
1: What? No, well, it's okay. not about Bret Hart <laughs> oh, okay
0: <laughs> I thought it was a it's, Bret Hart you wanna, story You want to know
1: how he won his first <laughs> intercontinental championship? <laughs> yeah No, I want to tell the quick story about how we how we get to to Banff Okay In general, like how our By plane Right, by plane, that's that's great um, <laughs> When we were at a, a previous Photoshop this This brings us back to Vegas again Right? I
0: know everything is, we're, we're is all, born it, we're, and dies in Vegas everything right. starts and ends in Vegas
1: this was this is Photoshop worlds I want to say 2017 2016 something like that 2016 probably I think
0: it was my first one it was your it was your first one
1: it was your first one I <laughs> that's where I had my incredible um. Horrific injury. Oh
0: my god, that's even a more interesting story. Okay, all right, well, all right. So we're gonna we start there. We have no time for this. Absolutely no time. I haven't eaten dinner, but just do it.
1: Just okay. Um, I. <laughs> I I was having some skin problems and I decided to get, try to uh try new acne medication. Yeah, but
0: you were just barely having like a few pimples. I don't know why you it, resorted you know, it to was such like, an extreme. It method. was
1: like rosacea or something. It was something really weird. I don't know. So anyways, really. anyway, so I got I got a medication for it and something happened where, where one of the pills lodged in my throat and broke open there and burned my esophagus. And it, and that is if anyone's ever had that happen to them before Good Lord, it's the most pain I've ever been in my life, and it lasted like two weeks. It was um, a chemical burn. It was to a your chemical esophagus. burn to my esophagus. So, so eating, drinking, even just just swallowing when you're talking, excru- like ten out of ten excruciating pain. And this is all happening during our very first Photoshop world. That's right. Which and was you- great because I, I had to like put on a smiley face and interact with like dozens and dozens yeah. of people and 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 talk and help you and and do all this stuff and anyways i was in i was in the worst pain of my entire life that said we met a very a very lovely friend of ours uh mr paul manning uh he came to see you specifically at photoshop world and it was great we became we became good friends uh he you know really into photographing dogs and he invited us he said hey i live in calgary if you guys ever want to come out to you know to calgary like i can i can take you around i can show you Banff and that sort of thing and that it has been on your bucket list for forever ever
0: Forever, forever, I had to get on a tiny plane so small. I thought they were gonna take my camera gear away. Remember?
1: I, no, I don't remember. We've you been on. You don't remember
0: the tiny plane, and they almost took my camera gear away because we've it was been like on a two,
1: billion planes. I I don't remember like a that one specifically. Puddle jumper it
0: was so small, but yes, that's where we met Paul Manning, the dog with a bow photography, because mm-hmm. his dog Sky always has a bow on. It's very cute branding. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, that's where we met Paul. But then, like, we hadn't gone to our, our Canada yet, and then he ended up coming on one of our Barker retreats. Was it the first one Paul went to France or Costa Rica? I think it was Costa Rica. Yes. And so he came there and we became like even closer with him and just like totally be just jived. <laughs> Who says jived anymore? <laughs> I do. Uh, so we like really, really like got along and just like like gelled. Maybe that's what I was looking for. And like really became friends. And then when he left from Costa Rica, he's like, you got to come to Banff and like, let me show you why. You know, I need to show me pictures. And I'm like, oh my gosh, get out of here. This place is so magical. This is not real. So he... Uh, He invited us. He said, anytime you want to come, like, please come stay with me. I live in Calgary. And then, you know, from there, it's only uh, I think it was like two hours or a couple hours up to you know, all the really good stuff in Banff, you know. He's like, so we can go and we can road trip up there and we can use Sky as a model or we can find other models. I can get you other dog models. I'm like, oh my God. I was just reading actually yesterday this amazing book by Joe McNally. He's one of my most favorite photographers. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called The Real Deal. And it is by my publisher, my same publisher. We have the same publisher, which is so exciting. Um, So... They gave me when we did my book signing in England, uh, Rocky Nook, my publisher, so kindly gave me Joe's book because I was like, I ain't it. I was like, oh, God, I want that book. I love him. And they're like, take it, take it, which was so lovely of them. Thank you, Rocky Nook. So I've been reading it. And in Joe's book, he talks about a person that is like completely invaluable in your photography career when you're like out on assignments and stuff. And that person is called a fixer. And the fixer is like the local person who's your connection to everything on the ground because Joe shoots for like National Geographic a lot. And so he's traveling all over the world. And like, you know, and we talked about this when we were in Italy, like for the Venice shoot, how just getting even the Airbnb owner guy like on our side because he's a local and he knows everyone and he knows the area and he can get us dogs and all that. Right. Like. Technically, that's a quote unquote fixer, like in the photojournalism world, is someone that hooks on to you, who's local, who speaks the local language, who can help you with everything. So Paul was kind of like acting like that for us, which was so lovely of him. He was so sweet to do it. Um, not that you know they speak a different language or anything in Canada, but you know he just knows the area. He you know has a database of dog models. He works at the shelter, so we got he knows all kind of kinds of great people in that arena. So. He's like come on out and we'll just do all these adventures and I'm like oh my god say no more I'll do adventures in Canada. So that's yeah so we did we we ended up flying out there with my underwater gear cuz the idea really was to like really work on underwater stuff when we were out there because The lakes in Banff, specifically Moraine Lake, which is quite a well-known, insanely beautiful straight out off a postcard lake, um, is so crystal clear, it's, like, unbelievable. And so I knew I wanted to try some half-underwater dog stuff in there, which, by the way, proved to be incredibly challenging because it was so, like, deep and very cold and quite blue, which... um, Anyway, we'll get to it. but um, So, yeah, that's that's kind of how we got to the moment of, of this situation we're about to talk about. And this was in 2017. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're kind of like zooping back in the years a little bit. What's that sound effect? Zoop. Zoop. The backwards. The backwards sound effect.
1: That's yeah. You've
0: done it before and you're you're looking at me with blank eyeballs like you have no clue about the backward sound effect. And everyone who's listening to this podcast is oh! screaming. They're <laughs> screaming that they know the backward sound effect because you've done it before and can now you just j- act like it's not real.
1: Can we just move forward with the story? Can, how about how about we start by describing the photo that we're going to talk about?
0: Oh, so exciting. Yes. Okay. Ready? I'm not going to. Okay. This, this is so exciting. I have to pull this up on my phone because the computer, we used to have an iMac in the podcasting room that would show the photo real big. And something happened to it and it's broken.
1: Yep. So now so, I
0: can't turn it on, but it's on my phone. So let me look at it.
1: So head head to Instagram, check out at Adventures in Dog Photography, and you can see exactly this photo that Kaylee's about to so eloquently describe.
0: This is a photo of probably the most beautiful dog you have ever seen. This dog has got to be like a high content wolf dog mix it, slash husky mix. It has... It's extremely primal looking, like just beautiful primal, mostly white with a little like widow's peak of black, you know, and and brown Um, with sticky up ears, of course, as like a wolf dog would have with with heterochromia, as they say, which is two different colored eyes, one brown eye, one blue eye standing on a rock In front of a scene that quite literally does not look even remotely real, you would in this day and age just go, oh, yeah, AI generated because it is so beautiful. It is Moraine Lake in Banff, uh, Canada. It is it has the um, Valley of the Ten Peaks set of like mountains in the background. It's the Canadian Rockies. And there's pine trees. It's kind of the middle of the day. So it's a big blue sky with puffy white clouds. Water that is so blue, it's like properly teal. And I did not mess with that, by the way. That is just like what that water looks like. It's so unbelievable. With the sun peeking through the pine trees in the background, kind of coming into the frame and forming a bit of like a sunburst um, with, the, with this amazingly primal dog standing on the rocks, looking at me with a little bit of a smile. And some canoes in the background, and a tiny little building that looks like a cabin.
1: Very nice. And
0: some snow on the peaks. There you go. And some more trees. <sighs> mm-hmm. And some. Okay,
1: more. all right, you did. You did great. Thank you. You, you, you overshot it. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. Better so, than to undershoot. So, so this photo is also wide angle, but it does show a little bit more of the scene. Dog's a little bit less prominent. Prominent. Uh, and it is lit, and you get that big old sun flare going on in the background. So you're definitely stopped down in, in your aperture there, for your, your your technical nerds out there.
0: Well, what is the te- technical? Get the info. Try it.
1: Do, try where?
0: You said you got it.
1: I no, I pulled it up on your Facebook.
0: Hey, how can I get it? Can I get it on my phone? When this is
1: coming? this is. Listen, if you want if you want to talk, I can.
0: Oh, I got it.
1: All right, she's got it.
0: Wow, this is hard to believe. This is really hard to believe. This says July 13th, 2017, which is correct. Okay. But then it says 5D Mark Yeah, Canon 5D Mark III, Accurate. 16 to 35.
1: Accurate. Accurate.
0: Oh, it was saying it's a 16 to 35 F 2.8. I thought it was telling me it was shot at F 2.8. Absolutely but not. But there's no way. But it was shot. Oh, it doesn't say what it was shot f18 yeah that makes sense. okay that makes way more sense i'm like wait this is wrong f18 one two hundredth of a second iso 200 for some reason nerd oh yep. there you go Very see nice. it's in there it's in the metadata okay you damn jerk
1: well good job you saved it from somewhere else other than the facebook's
0: i got it off of the old imac the old studio computer
1: <laughs> okay all right all right so let's tell the story about about meeting this the dog is named wild one is that correct
0: his name is Wild One. Okay. I mean, how perfect is that? Come right. on, get out of town with this,
1: that. This, this is one of the things about a, a, a photo like this is that it's it's sometimes hard to 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 capture. I don't know, like a, a feeling. If you have a, a background like this, but then you have a dog that really doesn't feel like he belongs there.
0: Yeah, like the- if I had, like in the nicest way possible.
1: In every t- every time she says that, she's about to say something really mean. No, it's Go not on. really
0: mean. It's not really mean. But would this photo have the same impact that it has right now if it were a pug in the shot?
1: I was thinking pug, too. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah.
0: they're the absolute, like, anti-grace, anti-elegance. You know what I mean? And God love them. I love a pug. But they don't look wild, for sure. They right. are the most domesticated, handcrafted-looking thing.
1: Right. This, this husky wolf sort of dog or a pug technically the same animal but they will give a very very different feeling especially when put with this sort of kind of epic naturey background
0: right but here's the thing the dog that's in this shot was in no way shape or form planned to be in this shot which is kind of what makes the story so fun and cool
1: yeah so so, r- real quick, can we can we tell very quickly just the, the uh, a little bit about this uh, just getting from Calgary to Banff because there were a couple interesting things I felt like ar- around that. that well, trip. I
0: remember going to Starbucks on the way, and I really wanted a uh, ice venti green tea matcha latte. This is the
1: interesting story that that you have. You're going to talk about your milkshake,
0: yes, and it. In Canada, the matcha at Starbucks is totally different than American matcha.
1: Right. Because America is the only company or the only country that will allow Starbucks to put that much sugar <laughs> <It's true>. into <laughs> something that they advertise as being green tea matcha.
0: Right. So in Canada, it like doesn't have sugar or if it does, it's very, very little. Right.
1: It's it's a, it's an amount suitable for human consumption.
0: So I, I like got that. I got that drink on the way up and I was like, yeah, woo! I got my drink. I got the mountains. I got the car ride. And then I took the first sip and I was like, what is this madness? This is this is absolute blasphemy in every way because there is no sugar in this baby boy. I remember that pretty clearly. So that's how it started. The ride up,
1: fantastic and relevant story. But was it about when, two
0: hours from Paul's house up I, to the? Now
1: I believe, if if I'm not mistaken, did we not? Do we stay in Canmore?
0: But that was later. First, we stayed at Paul's house for a while.
1: Right, but but as we headed up to Banff, we stayed at Canmore because that was closer to.
0: We did. We stayed at Paul's house for like almost the whole time. And then for the last like two days, we went to Canmore. I think we made a split decision because it was much closer and we didn't want to lose all that time every day driving four hours round trip.
1: Right. So, so Canmore, I found recently um, that they, uh, they filmed a lot of the Last of Us series around that area. Oh, no way. Really? Around Calgary and then also in Canmore.
0: Do you know what else they filmed out there? What's that? The Revenant. Ah. Which is the Leonardo DiCaprio one, right? Yes. They filmed that in Kananaskis country, which is like right outside of Canmore. And it is insanely beautiful wilderness.
1: Yeah. So it was a a really beautiful, beautiful drive up there. And the one thing that I thought was really interesting is that uh, it's Banff is a national park. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So so that's the was it the first national park ever to have the uh, the the um the crossing over the highway like the for the animals bridges. yeah the wildlife yes, bridges yes i want to
0: say yes they did a lot of like um there's been a lot of people reporting on how well that's going for them in banff mm-hmm. um and so they kind of set an example for other national parks all over the world uh does that make sense or yeah. is that just national parks in the us i don't know no no cuz canada's a different place national it's a different do. nation yes. yes yes national parks are all over the world okay good yep <laughs> um yeah so I think that it went so well for them that it was kind of like the test system. Yeah. And then they're going to do it in lots of other places now.
1: Yeah. So if you've never seen them, they're really cool. They're they're basically like a bridge that goes over the highway, except they're super wide and they're just fully natural. So there's grass and trees and all that stuff. And they're meant exclusively for the animals to to cross the highway. And I, I guess they work really well. Um Because there's so much wildlife out there, I mean moose and and deer and elk, and the road, yeah, yeah. keeps that
0: the animal safe and it keeps you safe as a driver.
1: Yes, a hundred percent.
0: So we didn't drive. This is a weird thing for us because actually 98% of our trips that we go all over the world, we're uh, driving. We're mm-hmm. the, like, we have a rental car or whatever. We're like in control. For whatever reason, we decided to not drive and just because Paul was like, I'll just take you around. So he was the one driving. We didn't have a car, mm-hmm. right? We didn't have a car No, that's all? correct. That's okay. correct. Yep. I didn't think so. So yeah, it's. I never really like to do that because I just don't really like to be on someone else's like time. You know what I mean? Like, I like to have, like, my own pace of things or whatever, but Paul's super cool. I mean, that's a huge testament to how much I liked him because I, like, really trusted him to just be, like, chill and easy to be around all the time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, by the way, he's, like, the coolest guy ever. So go check out the dog with the bow photography, I believe, on Instagram is where he's at with that, but um, he does mostly shelter work, and he's a lawyer. He's such a brilliant guy, such a good guy. So, Paul, if you're listening, how are ya? Hope you're well. I haven't talked to you in 100,000 years, but I sent you a Facebook message like four days ago that you better check soon. Thank you and good night. Great, okay. Okay, so next, go.
1: Yes. Okay. So Wait,
0: what else was cool besides the wildlife bridges?
1: Th- well, that was the big thing I wanted to talk about. Right. Very exciting. Okay. So we listen, we did we did a lot of different things when we were on Banff and and Calgary in general and uh, so in in order to not make this an 8-hour podcast, we will talk about some of those other adventures on a different episode. But the the shoot we want to talk about today was completely unplanned. Um uh, basically I uh, w- when you when you get to uh Moraine Lake and Lake Louise and that sort of thing there there it's it's kind of it's a little tricky parking there's like not a ton of parking uh you kind of have to get there at the right time or to circle around until you find a spot and sometimes you can't even park in the parking lot you have to get bused in it's a whole it's not super super easy and i think what had happened with um paul had organized a dog model for us and i think that there was a couple of things that happened i think one there was a miscommunication with the time two they ran into some sort of traffic and three they had trouble finding parking so those dog models were like two plus hours late to the shoot no
0: they were like four hours
1: late they to were the shoot. extremely like, late to the were, shoot
0: it was insane like i just pretty much assumed at one point they just were not gonna show up
1: right and um. they did and they were lovely and we got some great photos which you know we can we yeah, can yeah, probably we'll share supplement.
0: yeah we'll share like throughout the week yeah oh shoot but, by the way yes well, we'll say this at the end, but I, maybe we can't do a podcast next week because we're going to be in Vegas. All right. We'll figure well, it out. We'll, ta- we'll talk about it. But anyway, we can pepper the Instagram with really nice stuff throughout the week regardless for this episode.
1: Okay. I'll do a podcast solo.
0: You know what? Go for it. Enjoy <laughs> yourself. If my mom's going to be in Vegas, get mom.
1: Yeah. you know, Maybe I'll do a podcast solo just from now on.
0: Yeah. And the peanut.
1: <laughs> okay. So so yes, our our dog model was... Very, 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 very late getting to the shoot. And Kaylee is uh, very excited to do some of her half-underwater photography. And because we're in a, you know, a a northern climate and going into this super cold water, she is donning a full wetsuit. So she's in a wetsuit. She has this giant camera, which is in its underwater housing. Uh, She's got her red hair. She is quite the spectacle. And she's basically just standing around while people walk by her and give her kind of weird looks because she looks like a crazy person. And, you know, we're just kind of hanging out, chatting. Paul, You know, we're chatting with Paul and, and just kind of waiting and kind of trying to figure out what's going on. And this, this woman, this complete stranger, starts to, you know, just walk by. She's taking her dog for a walk, and her dog is Wild One. And the dog is so stunning that Kaylee just absolutely loses her mind. And she doesn't know how to approach this woman because she looks completely insane in her wetsuit with her giant camera and her, and her red hair everywhere so she basically begs me and says like sam i need you to go, go 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 talk to that woman ask her if she'll she'll let her dog model for me and so that's basically what i did i i me me not having a wetsuit on and you know just being just a typical normal guy just just walked up to her i was like hey excuse me this is a little weird but <laughs> and and the, the best way to do this sort of thing if you are trying to approach a complete stranger to, say, model for, for your photography or, or a dog model um, is if you have photographic proof of what they can expect um, as opposed to just a completely open-ended like, hey, how do you feel about modeling for this this person over here who, you know, photographs dogs? They could be terrible, like at, at their at their job. They could be a terrible photographer, and but if you're a good photographer and you can pull up your phone and be like, "This is the type of thing that we shoot," people are a lot more keen to acquiesce and and, and be like, "Yes, yes, I definitely thank you. I definitely want to be a part of that."
0: I was trying to Google the water temperature in July. Yeah, of, you were doing a lot of other I know, stuff and I can't, other than paying sea. attention. It's, it's no, Listen, it could be great for the story. I don't know how cold it was. It was. Re- Ridiculous! Easily the coldest water we've ever been in. Easy.
1: Extremely cold. More so
0: than Lake Tahoe. It was colder than Tahoe.
1: Yeah, it was... But
0: it's all in um, Celsius, so I tried to change it, but I'm not really sure if I'm right, so I can't say what it was.
1: Just lay out the Celsius for us. Well,
0: it said 20 degrees Celsius.
1: Okay, seems cold. Well, it goes
0: to 68 Fahrenheit. That seems warm to me.
1: From what I... No, definitely wasn't 68. My God.
0: No, because Lake Tahoe was like 50 when we were in it. And this was colder. Yes, yeah,
1: so this was definitely colder. This was uh, just above freezing, It was my guess. Because from my experience, not having a wetsuit, uh, I, I put my feet in. It was extremely cold. But after about f- 10 seconds, I was like, oh, I just can't feel my feet anymore. Yeah. And so then it was fine. So
0: I Listen, I have told you and asked you so many times over the years to get a wetsuit. I'm like, okay, Sam, you got to order one, get your sizing or whatever, like get yourself a wetsuit. And you're always like, no, you're too like precious or whatever to like sit down and actually do it. So by the time we go into these freezing cold bodies of water and you have to go stand with me, I go, sorry, buddy. Told you so. That's Listen, all I got I, for you.
1: I don a wetsuit in episode two of our show Paparazzi. Well, that's true because they provided it for you. Right. And first of all, it took me... 20 minutes to get into you that wetsuit inside out the first
0: I time i put it
1: on inside out and it took me 20 minutes to do that and, and then i realized so when i told you it took me forever to take it back off and put it on i was doing this in a car by the way because there's no other place to change yeah. when we were shooting um and it's I, d- I don't like that feeling of just like the super restrictive like weird super it's like tight a shirt man I, no it's not i'm not interested in it, <laughs> it okay and I feel like it's very revealing in a weird way.
0: Oh, I know what you're saying. You're showing off the old, the old. Let me think of a nice way to put this. The oh old, God, worry. what's the thing on a Ken doll? Like you know, when you, on a Ken the doll, the smooth spot, the smooth spot where he no, has like I'm, a bump, I'm, I'm a t- bulge.
1: I'm just a ta- bulge. I'm just talking about the top of me. <laughs> you're showing I, off the bulge. I feel, I feel like it's, it's very uncomfortable and very uncomfortable to look at.
0: I mean. <laughs> I was into it. In the- <laughs> you just got so embarrassed. I hate this podcast. You're so cute. You have the cutest red cheeks. The reddest of cheeks. No, Can- listen. Okay, so I he- I heard you told about the woman walking by with the crazy gorgeous dog. And listen, I know that I was checking the water temperature at the time. But I'm telling you, when this dog walked by, I was like, I will never live again. I will can't live another day if I don't talk to this woman. There's no- If this dog walks by me... And I don't take, seize the moment and get this dog in front of my camera. I will never forgive myself. I can't, I will stop breathing in this moment. This dog was spectacular. And I mean, hopefully you'll get the chance to see him on the Instagram. And I, you might agree that this dog is a very special boy. So luckily, Sam, thank you, by the way. You are so lovely to, to walk over and talk to this woman. Because I know that that is your ultimate number one absolute hate of all things to Oh just approaching have to do. strangers yes. and asking them yeah. for things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I really appreciate it. I really have to show my gratitude for this picture existing in reality for me because it never would have without you. Um I probably eventually would have gotten up the strength to do it if you didn't, but I was really embarrassed because I looked insane in that wetsuit. I felt like I looked so crazy and it just made no sense and I was so afraid of like 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 waddling up to this woman in my big giant monster suit. So um I appreciate that you did. And that dog was, I mean, just so happened to be incredibly well-behaved and could stand and hold a stay, right? Like for as long as we needed him to. And I was so grateful because those moments leading up to that, I was getting like really like kind of anxious because we came so far to do those photos And we only had a few days to do photos, and this day was booked for that girl who wasn't showing up. And we booked a specific time of day because with the underwater stuff, we need a lot of light because the light has to penetrate underneath the water as well. So we booked it to where the sun was like midday, like absolutely direct overhead, right? So by the time this other dog walks by, the sun's almost already gone from the scene. Like it is, you can see in the picture, it is so hard to the right, it is going behind the trees. We are about to lose all the light on the scene. and yeah the light will change and it'll get interesting and different as the day goes on but like that's not what I was there for so I'm like oh we're losing it we're losing it and then here comes a miracle dog from my dreams walking by slowly sauntering into my life like the universe delivered him and I just like couldn't have been more excited in that moment to make this picture happen now it wasn't the underwater picture that I was dreaming of because that felt a little extreme to be like hey will, will yeah, now let's go, all get in the can lake can you go in the lake with us to this woman who's dressed she was like dressed like pretty nice she was like kind of a local i think and she lived quite locally and she was just taking him on his like daily walk in right. the most insane place i've ever seen by the way and she was like dressed decently nice and she had like earrings and jewelry and her like nice ponytail and like i didn't want to be like let's get in the water now you just met me
1: <laughs> she, so just she put was him on the she rocks. was lovely and, and nice enough to to let us do yeah, like she a was. she was cool how long did we shoot for
0: It wasn't crazy long. I feel like we probably spent like 25 minutes. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and then they went back on their way. But luckily, she was, I mean, listen, she had a dog. So we knew she was a dog person in a way. But it turned out she was actually like a big dog, like lifestyle person and had her own brand of dog collars. Um, that she distributed or whatever. She had like a local shop in the area with Mm -hmm. these like beautiful like bespoke dog collars. So and they were called like Wild One. I think they were called Wild One Dog Collars because they were named after the dog. Sounds right. So it kind of worked out really well that we we ran into another person who was like really kind of in the industry in a way. And in the end, not only did this photo do a lot of really good stuff for me and been licensed a lot by different companies, she also got to use the photos for her business and she used them in her branding and stuff so that was cool it was a huge win-win it was a huge win-win for all of us because I got this amazing insane shot for my portfolio she let me use her dog she signed a release let me license it uh let me use it here and there and everywhere it showed up on oh I can't remember all the places it showed up I have to check back in with that I'll, I'll double check where but um but then she got to use it too which was cool so it worked out really well it was pretty spectacular. And I had to think pretty quickly in the moment of like, how do I want to shoot this? Because my idea was not at all to shoot that scene. It was to shoot kind of that scene, but like in the water from a different vantage point. So I had to like really flex my creative muscle very quickly and be like, okay, this girl's here for like, you know, in my mind, she's going to give me five minutes. I wasn't sure. So I wanted to work really fast. I had to get the dog used to like, you know, my camera and the light and everything. And then I'm like, okay, these rocks that this dog is on in this picture, were not my idea of where I wanted to put the dog, uh, my dog subjects once they got there. Like, because I thought that these rocks were like too close to like the land form and I wanted like to be in the dead center of the lake basically. And so, it, re- it
1: works with the, with the land form in there though.
0: Yeah, it does. And actually the little building in the background is quite like darling and I really like it now that I, But at the time, I was like, ah, I'm trying not to get that in the frame. Yeah. Because what it was, was like a little canoe hut.
1: There's a canoe rental center. Yes, yes. exactly.
0: And I was like, ah, God, I don't want that building. It's terrible because everything's so natural looking. And then there's a stupid building. But it looks kind of like a cabin, really, when you look at the photo. And then you can see all these colorful canoes way off in the background, too. So, Um, yeah, I don't know. That was just incredibly serendipitous, the whole thing. And I'm so grateful that it worked out. There was such a nice sky that day. And like just the colors were insane. And and eventually, the the uh, like you said, the girl who was originally scheduled did get there later. Um, and the good news for us was because we originally scheduled her at like noon for the because we needed the the really weird harsh midday light for the underwater stuff. By the time she did get there at like four o'clock, it there was still light in the sky. It was there was July. light
1: until like eleven thirty yeah, p.m. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So it
0: still did work out. We we just had a crazy long day. Yeah. Because we didn't. I think it was about 11 p.m. when we wrapped up, and then I was like, let's get dinner. And you were like, Kaylee, it's 11 o'clock at night. It's 11 o'clock
1: at night, and we're in the middle of a national park. There's no restaurants. We're not eating dinner again. What did we
0: eat? I can't even remember.
1: I, I, I think we got back to the hotel in in Canmore and we're just like finding whatever snacks they had behind store oh just awful yeah we ate we ate almost nothing the entire time we were there because we did that several days in a row where we finished we were literally wrapped up at 1130 or or later Um, you posted a photo to your dog breath photography Facebook page the other day of a a shot we did there yes Um, and we'll
0: talk about that one in another episode coming up because I got a lot of requests for that I got lots of like DMs and messages about that photo specifically yeah. and like wanting to know more so you we'll do check, that one
1: yeah check it out in, in general but um but the that must have been well, one o'clock one, in the morning you know so
0: that was 1 a.m yeah, yeah that was like because we hiked up at like midnight
1: yes so we'll we'll tell like you said we'll tell the story later yeah, but yeah. but yeah we were there to no earlier than 11 30 p.m for you know three or four days just to give somebody
0: context on because we're like we're hiking at midnight and it's 1 a.m it's a photo of a dog looking over like uh this beautiful view but it's like really in the middle of the night and it's like starry like Mm -hmm. the big stars in the sky with the mountain range and the dog is looking kind of off this like um like precipice of a rock it's cool so we'll get into that one on another episode um but that was shot just a few days after this photo right here that we're talking Mm -hmm. about so um, and I think it would be cool to also share. I did get to do some underwater stuff with the other dogs that eventually came. Yeah. Um, and so and one of my most iconic, most favorite underwater shots I've ever done was with one of those dogs uh, that eventually did come with that girl who was stuck in traffic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a Border Collie who was like 14, but she looked like a baby. Remember, mm-hmm. she had such a puppy face. She was really special and I got a beautiful message from that girl not long after that shoot because the older dog had passed away and she yeah. was like, this is the most unbelievable tribute to my dog and like these photos mean more to me than they could ever mean and I never knew how much they were going to mean to me and it was so beautiful and I cried so much when I read it. Um. So yeah. anyway. That's that-
1: si- simultaneously the hardest and best part of the job is being able to do that sort yes, of thing for exactly. people. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, and uh, yeah, I also got to take a photo of you. While we were there, not on this day, because you don't look like a crazy person, um, but one of my favorite portraits that I've done of you is is also from from this trip.
0: You know, I just shared that today. Did you see that?
1: I did see that. Oh, you so, got
0: mad and you said, "Oh yeah, photo credit by Sam." Attic,
1: photo. <laughs> yes, because <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know I
0: didn't credit it. I'm sorry.
1: No, that's fine. But I thought I'll, you
0: weren't gonna sue me. I figured you wouldn't sue me because, since seeing as we share a bank account, it wouldn't be smart.
1: Seeing as how National Geographic shared a, a portrait I did of you with absolutely no credit or asking me in the first place, I, I, I think I'll just let, I'll let this one hey, slide.
0: Calm down. Shh. Take it easy.
1: So, um, so yeah, I'll, but uh, but I'll share that portrait that I did of you on the Instagram because. I like it. It's a nice, it's a nice Do shot. Do you know?
0: Because I tried to use that one for my bio photo in my book, and you were like, no.
1: Well, because you, it, it's not the most friendly look photo of you. It, I don't think it captures your like joviality. I thought you were gonna say zhuzh. <laughs> your zhuzh? Your zhuzh. It doesn't capture your personality, but I but I like the I like the portrait of you in general. Thank you. Yeah. I,
0: I like I like that one too. That that one's fun because the colors are really cool and they're so bright, like the blues, because that was in front of Lake Louise. Mm-hmm. And that lake is so blue it's impossible. It makes no sense. Yeah. And then I had like bright red shoes on. So it was kind of a fun color combo. Right. So yeah, anyway, we'll get there. We'll we'll share it. <laughs> um what else do we have to say about Wild One before we close up this section?
1: Oof, just um, Man, sometimes if you're for if you're having a bad day and everything's going wrong, just sometimes the universe just just grants you just a, a little little special dog angel who just flies <laughs> in and saves the day.
0: Little wolf dog angel. Little
1: wolf dog angel and and this was this was exactly that that occasion for for us. So But it,
0: the, I think the lesson is truly like don't you know I know it's awkward it can be so awkward and you feel like you have this moment that's like maybe this once in a lifetime shot at something and you might need to ask something of someone else or you know whatever and you feel maybe a little like timid about it believe me I did I was in my wetsuit and I was nervous I felt like oh my god she's gonna think I'm a crazy person um, and you know Sam ultimately asked for me which by the way Sam thank you again um, truly but um, I just think you know just w- what's the worst that can happen if you don't ask the answer is oh always- ways no and and that is something i think about a lot in my life i've kind of lived by that like mantra and i can't tell you how many times opportunities have been just kind of opened up for me and laid out before me like a little red carpet rolls out because i asked you just like, got asked simply because i asked and i really am so grateful that this photo exists because even though those other dogs were absolutely beautiful they weren't here in time for this shot to ever be made like there was no more sunlight really in their photos not like direct sunlight like this anyway, which is what I wanted, which with this beautiful sunbeam. They just they weren't there at the time, so I never would have made this image right here. This wouldn't exist if we didn't just kind of go out on a limb and say, well, it's nice to make a connection with, you know, another human being. Let's hope this lady's like cool and friendly and turned out she was. And I feel like like not eight or nine times out of 10, like truly people are excited and happy to help and they want to be a part of something. Everybody wants to be a part of something, right? Like they want to be a part of a community or a project or an idea. And especially if you tell somebody what you're all about, like Sam said, if you could pull out your phone or whatever, show them what you're about and, and tell them a little bit of your story briefly, which by the way, brevity is not my strong suit. So, <laughs> But I've kind of learned how to deal with that over the years, pull them into the project and say like, this is how I shoot. This is what I'm thinking of, you know, this is what we could do with it when it's done. How amazing would that be? And always tell them, you know, any anything that we create, like, I'm, I'll, I'll send that to you. And, you know, you're, you'll get a copy of it and you can use it like this or you can make a print or you can give it to your, put on your Christmas card or whatever, you know, and, and get them excited. Like so much of life, I can't believe how much of life is just communication and is the way that you present things to people. It is just about how you present a certain scenario so many times 9 times out of 10 truly and so like i said you will be so amazed at how many people really do want to be a part of something and they're happy to help usually so this is this photo this is a singular photograph which encapsulates that entire lesson in one place
1: you get it for free here on adventures in dog photography welcome back kaylee Got a little game for you today.
0: Oh my gosh, a game? Another game? I feel like we have so many games. And what if I get a game for you? Will I ever get a game for you?
1: Will you ever prepare ahead of time? Unlikely. Unlikely. So yes, yeah, so I have a game for you today. The game is. Family feud. <laughs>
0: oh my god, what? Yep.
1: <laughs> Listen, we we pulled we pulled some uh pulled some arbitrary number of people and we asked them to name the top seven most famous dogs.
0: Oh, wow. Uh.
1: Now, I'm going to say most famous fictional dogs. Okay. So, okay,
0: that's fair. That's fair. That's fair.
1: So, can you guess? All seven. Can you? Well, let's see if we can start with one.
0: Well, I, that's harder. You're telling me I have to rank them perfectly? No. Lassie. No.
1: Lassie is number one. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. Rin Tin Tin. Rintintin is not on the list. And
0: I'm sorry. Is what? He... Excuse me. I'd like to speak to whoever the curator of this
1: list. Isn't Rintintin based on a real dog?
0: But it's still a story. It's still like a like a from pop culture. Like. Oh All right. No. You got
1: you got Lassie. Who else is on this list? The top seven <laughs> most famous fictional dogs. Snoopy. Snoopy is number two.
0: I hope to keep up with this Airbud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Airbud Air is not on the list.
0: What about uh... now?
1: Hang on, hang on! Before you just start rattling off names, yeah, yeah, don't just... you normally only only get three wrong answers? Is that how Family know. Feud works?
0: I, 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 I don't know the rules of Family Feud. You tell me.
1: I, I think you you have a limited number of guesses. Oh, you can't boy. you can't just start naming dogs like crazy. Oh
0: gosh, there's a there's a there's a underdog.
1: Oh, I love underdog, but no.
0: What are you telling me? Underdog's not on the list of famous dogs? I'm, uh, Scooby-Doo.
1: Scooby-Doo is on the list. He is number four. Jeez. So we've got one, two, and four. And there are seven more on the list. Oh,
0: my gosh. People are screaming. Balto?
1: Balto was- Like the movie. Yes, but yeah, was he, was he a not real a real dog? dog? Yes, yeah, so the, we're talking fictional dogs. Yeah,
0: but he was a. He was in a movie, a Disney movie.
1: Yep. Fictional dogs. Goofy? Goofy, surprisingly, not on the list. That
0: makes no I'm sorry. Listen, his buddy though, his buddy. His buddy? Pluto.
1: (laughs) Pluto is on the list. Pluto is number seven. Why does
0: Pluto beat Goofy? Who says?
1: Listen, is Goofy really a dog?
0: Does Goofy own Pluto? I'm so confused. Mickey owns
1: Pluto. Mickey does or Minnie.
0: You sure it's not Minnie?
1: No, I'm not sure.
0: Because Minnie are Mickey and Minnie married? Can someone answer that?
1: I, th- I think it depends on what multiverse you're talking about. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nothing can stop us now. I don't yeah. know how. I'm finally ready.
1: Yeah, if anyone's been on that ride in Disney World, that song will be stuck in your <laughs> oh my head God, for what a 1 beautiful, billion years. beautiful, Listen, thing. here's our list so far. Number Kay. one, Lassie. Number two, Snoopy. Number four, Scooby-Doo. And number seven, Pluto. We are missing three more fictional dogs from this list.
0: Blue from Blue's Clues.
1: Oh, that's a good one, too. He's not on the
0: list. Don't tell me that I'm out.
1: Well, yeah, you've been out. I'm
0: no, I'm yeah. just out now if I'm out.
1: Okay. All right. You're out.
0: Hold on. What about Santa's little helper?
1: Oh, uh, maybe. From the Simpsons. You know what? Maybe this list is just trash, bad. Maybe trash it's a list. trash list. I think
0: it is a trash list.
1: Take take that family feud list. <laughs> Listen, how do you feel about Clifford the big red dog?
0: I like Clifford. I'm not mad about Clifford. I'm not mad about that. But what about Brian Griffin?
1: Brian Griffin is not not on this list. So here, here's who you got, and here's who we missed. You got Lassie, Snoopy, Scooby Doo, and Pluto. That's pretty good. That's four out of the seven. Well,
0: give me one more chance to guess one more. All right, one more. Um,
1: I can give you a hint if you'd like.
0: Oh God, I don't think so. What about uh, Pongo and or Perdita?
1: Oh, good. Those are good guesses. They're not. They're not on this list.
0: sucks. <laughs> that list sucks. It sucks. I'm out.
1: Listen, I, I, I would have probably made a different list myself. <laughs> <laughs> but i i get the i get the merit of having this next dog on the list it is old yeller
0: Oh, this is like
1: classic. Right, because classic you're also dogs. you're also kind of thinking just Disney, and there's a lot more dogs. Well,
0: not really. I mean, I gave you some non Disney boys.
1: Give me a lot of Disney boys. I gave too. you a
0: lot of non Disney boys too.
1: There's one more dog on this list. Is it
0: okay? Can you tell me if it's animated or live action?
1: I believe this was live action. Beethoven. No, much older than Beethoven.
0: Oh, it's got to be German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Is it a German no, Shepherd? I don't think so. Is, is it, Oh, is it? Is it Um, Dorothy's dog?
1: Oh, Toto? It's
0: got to be Toto.
1: You know what? Not on this list. Oh,
0: God, this list is out. Burn that list. Burn that list. <laughs> Make a small fire out of that list.
1: Um, It's Benji.
0: Oh, Benji's a nice boy.
1: He's a nice boy.
0: Benji is a good boy, but this list was definitely written by a 71-year-old person. Well,
1: I think... <laughs> I think that this Family Feud game skews older because I'm looking at a second, completely independent Family Feud list of famous dogs. Yeah, it's Lassie, Snoopy, Benji, Scooby-Doo. This one has Rintintin, Clifford, and Pluto. It's more or less the same list with you, the addition why are there of Rintintin. I don't understand. Well, there's there's multiple websites that have like Family Feud games okay. with with you know with the same topic. So I'm gonna pull up a third list. Oh wow. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna <laughs> see if your if your names kind of overlap here as well, um, to see if uh, who's right is the internet right or is Kaylee Greer right. Uh, when...
0: Typically, it's the latter.
1: Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm finding the same list over and over again.
0: <laughs> wow, this is good radio. Is this good radio?
1: <laughs> I well, this...
0: I would like to describe how squished Joshua and Junie's butts are together right now. Like it's really defying. All laws of physics, and it is the most beautiful thing I think I've ever seen. Like I feel so delighted when I see their hamburger butts smashed together to the point where like Joshua's one butt cheek is like up by his shoulder. That's how squished the butts are. They like to sleep butt to butt. <laughs> 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 and they're both they had a really good time with the cactus. They had a really good time rolling around on the floor for a while. Joshua licked your leg for about I don't know forty minutes, and now they are conked out because a dog's life is really quite beautiful.
1: You know what? That's a that's a good night for him. He's had a lot of big activities. <laughs> he had a big fun day. Kaylee, we're, we're, keep, we're keeping we're keeping the segment short because it's now twelve <laughs> fifteen.
0: We haven't eaten. Dinner. <laughs> we haven't
1: eaten dinner. You said he didn't want a to two hour podcast.
0: And what are we at?
1: We're at an hour twenty-four.
0: Wait, that's not bad. That's we're taking it in the right direction.
1: You know, we got we got another fa- another list of, but they're th- you know they're famous dogs, but there's a mix of real dogs and that's and, fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, wait, let me think about this. What's a famous real dog that's not fictional?
1: So I'm gonna let you know at the top of this list. You have already guessed it is Toto. Toto's
0: As the top. Toto's See Toto top. wasn't even on the other one. That's a trash, trash list.
1: You know what? It's probably established that it's probably a trash list for for trash people.
0: Yes, exactly. Like trash donut for trash people. Yeah, which is what you say to anyone who likes a Boston cream donut.
1: Yep, that's a garbage donut for a garbage person. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. Any Any other guests on who was on this list of of most famous dogs ever, including real dogs? Well, I
0: think that probably like a president's dog is probably on there you know what i mean Can oh lady bird johnson that that is tank hill's dog
1: yeah um you know all right so so looking looking through this list uh you have actually already guessed a fair number of them okay and includes balto and includes lassie and includes scooby-doo goodness um it includes blue from blues clues and includes air bud
0: wow see i told you what about sergeant stubby
1: oh i hope he's on this does anybody know about sergeant stubby do,
0: I, I mean, you're asking me? I'm asking you. Do I know about Sergeant Stubby?
1: Can you tell people who Sergeant of Stubby was? Of course
0: I know what Sergeant Stubby But I have to Wikipedia him if you really want the real, like, full story. Because I just know he was a dog from the war. And I think World War II and he was a pit bull or, like, a staffy, kind of mixy, staffy boy. Yes. Uh, oh, and, and here's I the information. I think Sam's wanting me to buy time because he's looking through crappy lists. So, let And me-
1: here's the information on Rin Tin, Tin He was originally rescued from a World War One battlefield. What? And appeared oh, in many films throughout the 20s and 30s until his death in 1932. He even received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1960.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of him.
1: Yes. I'm so mm.
0: proud. Sergeant Stubby, by the way, was lived to be 10 years old. He lived from 1916 to 1926. And he was the unofficial mascot of the 102nd Infantry Regiment and was assigned to the 26th Division in World War One. He served for 18 months and participated in 17 battles on the Western Front. He saved his regiment from, surprise, mustard gas attacks, found and comforted the wounded and allegedly once caught a German soldier by the seat of his pants, holding him there until American soldiers found him. So he was a, uh, well, a pit bull. I mean, this is what we would call a pit bull today, but it's like a he's like a staffy. Um, type a Staffordshire of bully, Terrier. a Staffordshire like a bully type of dog, and so he's a he's quite a beautiful ambassador for bullied breeds and bully type dogs. He is the most decorated, the most decorated war dog of the Great War, and the only dog to be nominated and promoted to sergeant through combat. And his remains are in the Smithsonian.
1: That's incredible. That's really cool. So, real question: What do we got to do to get Joshua and Junie on this list of, of most famous dogs of all time? What Junie's do they have to do? On her way. Yep. What do you think Junie will do? Oh, our- she's
0: posing in a bikini. She's posing in a bikini for slightly questionable, um, classy or classless photos.
1: Sure, you, so, you be the judge. So you check out Junie's OnlyFans. Yes, exactly. She's
0: That's gonna- <laughs> the worst
1: <laughs> thing that anyone's ever said.
0: It <laughs> really is terrible. Oh, boy. She's got some moves, though. She's got some moves for there. She's gonna She's going to help supplement the income of the household. Kaylee. I support it.
1: I think this has been the worst podcast we've ever done (laughs) I
0: don't think so I think the humming the songs one was your least favorite
1: that's true (laughs) I just just mean overall I mean from from beginning to end Oh,
0: beginning to end I think it was beautifully executed actually I I think it was pretty much 10 out of 10
1: now listen there's one thing that you can do to save the whole thing and to bring it home
0: oh no no pressure me like you that.
1: Got, you gotta give us a really good outro song.
0: Zoobity-zow, zoobity-zow Looking at the dogs from across the room and I'm seeing little things like the, cri- the Christmas... Oh no. Start oh. over! Start oh. over. Start embarrassing!
1: Over. <laughs> How embarrassing for you. Start over! Yep.
0: Christmas came to mind for yep. some reason because okay. I thought about the man's Christmas house. Yep. You know, the guy up the street with the Christmas who's going full on Christmas in March. And I got really distracted. What I wanted to say was... um. Sammo, Sammo, shut up, shut up. Look at those dogs and look at their butts. Thank you, and I'll see you next week.
1: I guess we'll see you next week.
0: Oh, we probably won't, actually, because we'll be at WPPI in Las Vegas, Nevada shooting for Canon and come and see me on March 9th at 10 a.m. I'll be hanging out with some puppos, which is typical for me. So there'll be some good dogs to pet, too. Um, So if we don't get one out next week, that is why. But we will be back the following week. Okay, now we can end it. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: Adventures in Dog Photography with Kaylee Greer and Sam Haddix is a Dog Breath production. Follow us on Instagram at Adventures in Dog Photography, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.